eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, so if I can be honest with you, for the past probably month, month and a half, I have been in complete survival mode over here. Between like packing up our entire house in North Carolina and then making the drive all the way to Texas with the three kids and two animals and my husband and I, and then to buying our first home and having to live in the hotel for about three weeks while we waited to close on our home. It has just been pure chaos, if I'm being honest. Like, I feel like, especially with young kids, when you pull them out of the environment that they're comfortable in and out of their normal routines and stuff, things just get very hectic. So as you can imagine, being in the hotel for almost a month was just crazy. I, me and my husband both got overstimulated so fast. Um, I'm definitely pretty sensitive when it comes to like sounds and stuff like that. I'm very introverted and occasionally I need some sort of like quiet and someone not touching me, which I know when you're a mom, that's pretty much just out the window anyway. But being crowded and cramped in the hotel room just threw us into a new level of chaos that I don't think we've ever experienced before, especially because my husband was off work. He was on PCS leave during that time while we were moving. So it was just all of us in this tiny hotel room And again, it just threw us into complete survival mode 24-7 and just a very stressful situation. And again, sometimes there are like mindset tricks that you can do and things to boost your mindset so you're not stuck in survival mode. But I feel like some situations just warrant that. Like when you are traveling, when you are moving, you know, during these transition periods, I feel like it's almost inevitable to go back into survival mode, especially if you have young kids. So in this episode, I'm going to kind of talk about getting back into intentional living after being stuck in survival mode because of a situation that you are in. Obviously for me, that situation was you know, the move and the hotel living and stuff like that. I've done episodes before on how to pull yourself out of survival mode when you realize that you're in it and other separate episodes about intentional living and why it's so important. But today I want to just talk about how to start intentionally living again when you come out of a hard or stressful situation like this. Now that we are in a house again, the house that we bought, that we love, we're finally getting settled in and unpacked and making the house feel like ours. We've only actually been in the house for just over a week. It's been a week and a day since the movers came and we actually got to stay in the hotel for the first night. So we've been in the house about a week. I would say we're about 75% unpacked. And that's mostly just due to me being extremely unpatient. Like I feel like usually it takes a while to fully get unpacked, but I'm one of those people that if I see a box, I cannot just sit with it in the same room. So we've really just been going nonstop and kind of creating more stress by 
me wanting everything to be done right now, if that makes sense. So now that we're a lot of the way unpacked and the house is livable and usable and it actually feels like us, like all of our stuff is in here that we need, I should no longer be in survival mode, right? Because every day we have like little tasks that we want to do. We have a few more boxes that we want to unpack, but it's very manageable now. It's not 24 seven, you know, surrounded by crap that we need to do. It's just like a few things on the list. However, I have noticed this past week that my stress levels have still just been unnecessarily high. And I hit a breaking point a few days ago when I woke up again, just super stressed. And immediately I started yelling at the kids for literally like no reason and just over everything. And I am typically, I try to be a gentle parent. I try not to raise my voice at them or yell at them. Um, But there was just a day, again, a few days ago where I kind of just hit this breaking point and I was so stressed over nothing. And then I kind of stopped and I was like, okay, what what is going on right now? And I realized that I, my mindset was still in survival mode. Physically, I was no longer there, right? Like we aren't in the hotel chaotic living anymore. I am in a house, you know, I get to cook my kids breakfast finally, instead of having to go downstairs to the hotel, like continental breakfast with three kids and have them spilling everything and all this attention drawn to us. Like I finally get to just wake up and have a peaceful start to the day, drink my coffee and make my kids breakfast in our house. Yet here I am like still waking up extremely stressed and making the day chaotic. Like the kids were not making it crazy. I was making it crazy by waking up in survival mode and stressing myself and everybody else out. So it was then that I realized I needed a reset and I needed to change this mentality that I was stuck in. So the first thing that I did was I did a three minute mind reset. This is something that I have not done in such a long time. This was the my episode three, if you wanna go back and listen, um, pretty much just to sum it up very fast. Like definitely if you're interested in this more, go listen to the episode because it gets like very in-depth, but it's recognizing that you're spiraling, filling your thoughts with like gratitude and positivity, deep breaths, and then go do something that makes you happy. And every time that I do this, it dramatically shifts my day around. But again, when you're stuck in survival mode, you kind of, at least for me, all like mindset related tools like that go out the window, which I'm now realizing talking about the experience, how stupid that is. Like in the stressful situations like moving, I should have been doing these tools You know, I should have thought about these things and planned better, I guess. But again, when you're in survival mode, you're in survival mode and you're not thinking about all of these things. You're thinking about the things that need to get done for you and your children just to survive and get through that day. So anyway, I, you know, first did a three minute mind reset and then I sat down to figure out what could make me wake up and not feel as stressed. And again, this was only a few days ago, so I've only been doing this for a few days, but there's been such a dramatic difference in like my life and in our day-to-day life that I just really wanted to come on and share it with you guys in case anybody else is in a similar place or you find yourself stuck in this stressed survival mode mindset, even though you like you realize that you really don't need to be, you just don't know how to make that shift and start intentional, slow, like peaceful 
living again. So again, first I did that three minute mind reset. Then I sat down and really tried to brainstorm what could help me not feel this way anymore. The first thing that has been working for me is planning for the day the night before. So usually at night I lay down with the kids and, you know, then I put them to sleep and I just stay up scrolling on social media or like reading a book, which there's nothing wrong with that. I absolutely love reading, but usually I do spend a lot of time just scrolling on social media and letting my brain decompress. And so now instead of doing that, I try to put the kids to bed and then I get out of bed make myself a cup of tea or something. And then I do what we call a 10 minute tidy, which is just do a general cleanup of like the kitchen, the living room, the kids play area. I will prep for any homeschool stuff that we have to do the next day, plan anything that I want to get done the next day. Like I try to make a short two to three item list. We're still, again, we're like 75% of the way unpacked, but we do still have a handful of boxes in the garage. So I try to pick just a few things to do, whether it's things to prep the backyard or outside in the garden or, you know, outside in the garage, unpacking certain boxes. I try to pick a few things that to try to, you know, make the goal to get done for the next day. But all in all, so like I pretty much just sit and I, you know, try to do a tidy of the house and then I plan what the next day is going to look like. This in general just makes me feel a lot more prepared, prepared when I wake up. I wake up to a house that's generally clean and my mindset is like already ready to go for whatever we have to do the next day. And this is so much better, at least to me, versus like waking up everything's a mess. I have to start my day by cleaning and doing the 10 minute tidy. And then I have to sit down and make a list of like what we need to get done today. And, um, there was a time in my life where like, it was fine with that, but with three kids and homeschooling and trying to get the house right that it just does not fly anymore. Like it's way too chaotic of a start to my morning. And again, I would rather stay up while the kids are all sleeping and it's quiet in the house. That way I have that little bit of time to myself to prepare Again, you know, take everything in this episode, you know, take whatever helps and whatever resonates and leave whatever doesn't. But for me personally, this is just what works the best. The next thing that has been helping me is trying to get some stretching and breathing done in the morning. So if I wake up before the baby does, I'll sit on the floor and like stretch or maybe put on a yoga video on my phone or something. And while I stretch or do yoga, I will think about my intentions for the day. And if I can be 100% honest, the past three days has just been, you know, I want to stay calm and patient as a mom and not yell at my kids. And I literally just repeat that over and over. Like, I'm not going to yell at the kids today. I'm going to be patient with them today. I'm going to get down on the floor and play with them and snuggle with them and not let these stupid, meaningless things get in the way of me connecting with my kids. And again, I just sit and stretch and breathe and, you know, repeat those intentions to myself. And if I don't wake up before the baby, you know, I still just do this, you know, we'll be getting breakfast ready and stuff. And then when we have a minute in the morning, I'll sit down with him and do some stretching with, you know, him and the kids and do the intention setting then. And again, everybody, you know, I know that intentional living and intentions and mindset are big buzzwords right now. I know a lot of people just roll their eyes when they hear stuff like that. But honestly, if you're in a place in your life where you're not happy with how your day-to-day goes or you realize that you're not in the best mindset, 
setting intentions and things like this, as small as they might seem, they can make seriously such a huge difference. So if it's not something that you've really thought about or you don't think would work for you, I really, really suggest just trying it, you know, try to set intentions for the day and see what happens. Because again, it it seems like such a small thing, but it can affect your entire day so much. Like me personally, I'll sit and set intentions in the morning. And then when stressful situations do happen, or, you know, when one of the kids spills something or when they're being rude to each other. And I feel like I am about to snap and yell at them about, again, something that in the grand scheme of things is really not that important. It does make me stop and think and remember those intentions that I set that morning. And then it kind of helps me keep myself grounded and focused. And again, just like intentional. The next thing that I've been doing that has been really helping me transition from like survival mode to intentional living, which again, this is one of those things that probably sounds so stupid and small to some people, but it makes the biggest difference in my family is having regular dance parties and just in general, jamming out to whatever music fits the mood. I know people have mixed thoughts about things like Alexa and like the Echo Dots and things like that. But over here, we are definitely a pro-Alexa family. Um, And so we have one set up in the kitchen and it's connected to my Spotify. So literally at, you know, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, hey, Alexa, play feel good indie rock or, you know, classic rock or even during our tea parties, I like to put on French cafe music, like literally at any point during the day, we typically have music going. And to me, it just lifts the mood so much. This was something that my mom always did too. She would always blast music, like I don't, any kind of music, honestly, and set a timer. And then we would all just like have a cleaning party. And that is carried over into my life most definitely, but it's not just cleaning for me. It's literally any and all time of the day. Like, you know, oh, it's breakfast. Okay. We're going to listen to like indie rock. Okay. It's time for our afternoon tea party that Cora wanted to set up. We are going to listen to French cafe music. You know, I'm trying to do the dishes. Cool. Let's blast some Disney hits while we do it. Literally just at any point during the day, we have music blasting in the kitchen. And to me, again, music is something that is really important to me. So it is any, an immediate mood booster, not to mention it's really hard. Like if your kids come in asking for snacks for the 800th time, however, like, you know, you have the lion King blasting in the background and they're like dancing and jamming out with you it's really hard to get like annoyed and let yourself slip and get stressed out about those small things and this even works for our six-year-old like obviously my baby and my toddler love music love when I pick them up and dance with them Um, I feel like as the kids get older it's you know not as exciting and new especially my six-year-old he's like okay cool we've been doing this for like six years and he'll still get into it and dance with us but especially if you incorporate their favorite songs into it like he's very into youtube gaming and stuff like that right now so i'll play his like minecraft songs or you know if you really want to get down and dirty with it you can play the fart song which is literally just a bunch of like 
fart noises to the beat. And it's actually like hilarious. But anytime that my six-year-old is grumpy, I say, hey, you know, hey, Alexa, play the fart song. And she does. And within 10 seconds, he is cracking up and the mood has completely shifted. So this is something that I always advocate for is just dance parties because they are like one of the best resets of your day. And then the last thing that I've been trying to incorporate for more intentional living and getting back into intentional living after the stressful period that we were in is to get outside as much as we can, which is a little bit harder now. I, you know, I knew that Texas was going to be hot, but like, wow, it is really freaking hot. <laughs> but we do still like, we have a really cute garden, both in the front yard and in the backyard. So I try to get outside with the kids every day and they help me water the flowers. And, you know, we go out even just like walking outside and letting the sun soak into your skin for like 10, 15 minutes, getting that vitamin D, getting everybody the fresh air and like listening to the birds chirping and stuff like as you know, cheesy as it sounds, it is a, it's such a good way to just ground yourself. And for me, that is the biggest mindset boost ever is just spending time outside. So that's something that again, after like living in the hotel and traveling and stuff, it's something that it's so nice. Finally, just being able to go and sit in our backyard and watch the kids run around in the grass and stuff. It is one of my favorite things ever. So yeah, those are the four things that I have been doing that, again, it's only been a few days since I had my little, you know, coming to myself realization and have started implementing these things. But I have noticed such a drastic difference in my mindset and I truly don't feel like I am in survival mode anymore. So all in all, I really just needed to realize that while certain situations definitely pull you into survival mode, it's so important to not let it stay that way forever. Your mindset can really get stuck there, but stress 24 seven is not a good way for any anybody to live, obviously. So my biggest takeaway from this is just to assess the situation. And again, there will be times in your life where there's not much you can do, where there's just way too much going on. And there is a lot of like chaotic moving pieces. So it's hard to feel settled and not feel stressed 24 seven, but really try to assess the situation and try to figure out ways that could help you not feel as overwhelmed during the days, especially if you're a stay at home mom, like I am like if every day you're waking up and feeling stressed and feeling in survival mode, but you know that you don't need to like, you know, again, there are certain situations like moving or traveling, or if you like have people staying with you for extended periods of time, or if you just had a new baby or any transition period like that, that's pulling you out of your norm. But if you are like getting back into your normal living situation and you still feel that chaos and stress 24-7, I just really implore you to kind of assess the situation and again, figure out what can help you not feel as stuck and in survival mode, whether that's you know, prep the night before like me and like I talked about in this episode, you know, maybe wake up early before your kids to get a head start or even if it's something drastic, like I've talked a lot in my podcast about decluttering your house in order to like make less work for you, make less housework and just make your house a little bit 
more like welcoming and less work for you as a stay-at-home mom, but literally whatever you need to do to get yourself out of survival mode and get back to a life that feels intentional and just good for you. Because again, if you're stuck in stress and chaos 24-7, that is not a good spot for your mindset to be in. And again, it's just not a great way to live. So I really hope that you can take what's in this episode. And again, even if you don't implement everything, I hope that you at least had a couple things that you can take away and implement in your daily life to help you live more intentionally. And just know that if you are stuck in a hard spot right now and you know, you're trying to get back to intentional living, but you're having a hard time, I am here cheering you on and rooting for you the whole way. I know it can be really hard if you feel like nobody is in your corner. And again, I just want you to know that I personally am cheering you on on the sidelines and I believe in you. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. And until next time... 